bonus skit with your host, John Doozer Doozenberry, and my co-host, Chris, who thought you weren't going to yell into the mic. I'm not yelling into the mic. That was totally yelling. I, I was being, like, loud, but not <laughs> yelling. I mean, I, you know. Yo, well, I'm Chris. There, nothing special this week? No, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it much like I'm not feeling any desire to just keep on living. So let's let's just get through this. Whoa, that was weird. Yeah, I'm going through I'm going through a phase. My, 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 my little my little whiny emo goth phase. Should we get therapy for you or no, that would only make it better, which I don't want to happen because then I wouldn't have anything to complain about. Okay. Well, I mean yeah, I'm here for you, buddy. Are you though? Are are any of us really here? I mean, why did you? Are you going Descartes on me or something? Or what's going on here? Yes. All right. Well, uh, here we are at Bonus Kit. Uh, this is episode nine or seven. I don't know. We're somewhere in there. If you can't keep track of the episodes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother mentioning it there, Doozer. All right. All right. So this week we are going to be talking about a lot of, <laughs> a lot of cool stuff uh, again in uh, in our third act, which is you know segment three. We're actually going to be tirading against some pretty funny stuff because it's what we've decided to do from this point going forward is tirades. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Right. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, is like, you got to let me get into a tirade mood. You can't just expect me to tirade on command. All right. Well, I mean, I'll during one of the commercial breaks, I'll just punch you in the face. <laughs> really hard. Ooh, that that would be fun. Oh, right. That will not put you into a tirade then. So you got to play what this weekend or this past week? Well, I managed to get my hands on Link's Awakening for the Nintendo Switch, which, of course, is a port of the original game, which came out for the Game Boy Color. Right. Now, this this game, I never actually got to play it before, and I, I have played almost every Zelda game to date. I may have announced that before, braggadociously. Right. You uh, have. Yeah, and but Link's Awakening it's, is one that I only sort of played, and you know I didn't okay. have the Game Boy at the time. But now that it's come out, it has at last been my chance to restore my lost honor. And I gotta say, I was very happy with it overall. Yeah? Well, I mean, like, well, how would you rate it as far as like other Zelda Link games go? Well. As far as Zelda games go, it's pretty standard. Pretty much all of the usual tropes that you'd expect are there, with the exception of the Triforce or Ganondorf or even Zelda, really. Really? Oh, wow. This is all just exclusively Link. Just one one self-contained little adventure starring everyone's favorite pointy-eared, windsock-hatted hero in green. So what you're saying is that this is the story about uh, just a young guy? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, <clears throat> interesting. Uh, he doesn't save the princess in this one? No, no. In this game, your job is to wake a being known as the wind fish. The what? Wind fish. Yeah, I know. It's uh, Stay with me here. Stay with me here. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's really complicated. I have no idea where the wind fish comes from. I'm sure there exists some nerdy piece of... Um, Ethos? Yeah somewhere out there. I mean, I actually have that coffee table book that's just like a, it shows like the timeline and everything that came out directly after uh, uh, what is it? Skyward Sword? Yes. Um, I don't know where uh, Link's Awakening actually falls on that timeline, but uh, all, all I can tell you is that the Windfish is some sort of almost divine entity 
that more or less just looks like a more or less like spoiler alert. He's Ooh. basically like a giant, uh, uh, basically a humpback whale. But he's what? like, he, yeah, he's he's all iridescent and godlike, shimmering and shining like like a glistening gem in the sun. You know, it's it's it, it's it's cute. You you like to use adjectives. I do. You're very uh, descriptive. I like that. Well, thank you. Now on on with my review. Uh, it's cute. Let's let's go over the final from finer points. It's cute. It's definitely cute. It's like one of the most adorable games. I'm literally exhausted from how many times that game has made me say "aw." Aw. I think it has a lot of. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that a lot of the characters look like Charlie Brown characters. Okay. Almost. I've had some make the comparison to like the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer claymation type deal. Okay. But I'm definitely seeing more of a Charlie Brown type vibe. Um, it is challenging, especially if you've never played a Zelda game before. There will be moments where you're just like, where the hell do I go? And this is coming from a seasoned Zelda veteran. And I've, I've, I've played them all. So what you're saying is you're not a Zelda novice? Absolutely not. That's good. Um, overall, I would say that this is a decent game. Oh. Um, like, like, is there a quality number here that we're going to go for? Like, Well, I haven't developed a rating system quite yet. Ooh. But uh, let's get let's give it uh, let's give it four rupees out of five. What's a rupee? That's the currency in the game. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch Legend of Neil? Legend of Neil? Yeah. Is that that Zelda parody on like YouTube? Yeah, starting the guy from. Uh, Is that that thing on YouTube? Yes, starring the guy from the guild. Why are you acting like an old guy? I'm older than you are. I can't get I can't get the nudie shows on there. They censored it. What? Uh, 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 Grandpa really likes his nudie shows, but he can't seem to get it on YouTube. He doesn't understand that you have to sign uh, sign in in order to verify your age in order to get a decent titty shot. Uh, whoa! Wow! Uh, we're going dark. We're going adult on this one. Yeah, no. I I, I figured by now that ship has sailed. Well, you're not wrong. I didn't call all all, all albinos bastards. So you did, and you're still doubling down on that for some reason. I have no idea why. It's funny. <laughs> oh my god, albino bastards are really gonna hate us. That's a big segment of our population. But hey, albino bastard or no, if you haven't played this game before, I highly recommend it. If you have played this game before. You're buying it because of the graphical upgrade. It really doesn't seem to add anything new to the to the game at all, okay. except for the except for the graphics. And perhaps it's got like that interchangeable dungeon thing right, that they yeah. sort of added on. But that's really that's really it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's okay because like old school fans still like to play that kind of stuff. Oh, know? sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're you're doing the you're going through the sixty dollar price tag right. because you want that you want a, a prettier version of a game you've already played before. That's fair. But yeah, that that, that overall I think sums Wait, it up. Wait, it costs sixty bucks for that game? Yeah, about six about sixty bucks retail. You paid sixty dollars for a game? Yeah. What's your point there, uh, Doozer? I, I don't think I like I, I don't think I like the accusatory tone you got in your voice. I, I, just want it's amazing to me actually i mean whoa it's actually amazing to me yeah uh-huh. i mean i played i'm paying 60 dollars to go to a big gaming tournament this weekend so oh look at you oh yeah it's gonna be fun we'll make us proud at bonus get 
Oh, well, yeah. Bonus get will be at the Michigan GT this weekend. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, all one half of us or one third of us. Yeah, say hi. Say hi to Doozer. Don't forget Doozer the right way, folks. And I'm still I'm still working on uh, I'm still working with a guy to get a uh, get a license on those uh, Doozer bath bombs. You know, again, just your face. You drop it into the bathtub, and it slowly dissolves, releasing aromatherapeutic what? scents in the air. It would be cool as if as it's melting, it looks more and more like Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sweet. Like, that would be great. Like if you could pull it off just right so it made me look like Betty White, that'd be sweet. All right, guys, we're going to go to our first commercial break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking about the boycott blizzard thing that's happening right now. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Chris, who do we have lined up as our sponsor? Our sponsor for this segment is Pud Tuggers. Come on down, get our Pud Tugger special. Now with enclosed booths. What? What is a pud tugger? You bet. I would just go down there and see for yourself. Although, you know, um, wear a coat. All right. We'll be back after the break. me so bad please like me oh hey oh, yeah, hi mark that's awful <laughs> that's absolutely awful oh hey we're coming back from uh, the break uh chris and i were talking about ladies which is what we do we talk about ladies and, and they're really impressed that we love playing video games so much well i mean some of them do she's like wow just Jess- jessica negri is a Oh man, she's a nerd for pay. I don't care. <laughs> so so's Belle Delphine. I, I don't to, care. To be perfectly about, honest. No, I don't care. Okay. I mean it's fine. I, it, it, I like nerd for pay perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. We we play we pay people to do other things. Why not nerd for pay as well? <laughs> Alright guys, we're coming back. Uh interesting uh pud tuggers. But uh, yeah, yeah. Speak, speaking of Belle Delphine and Jessica Negri. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that's absolutely awful yet completely true. <laughs> uh, yeah, look. Uh, uh, wow. To both to both of those uh, ladies. Uh, I mean, I mean, no real offense. All 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 hatred is directed inward. Don't worry. Listen, if if Jessica Negri or Belle Delphine or whatever you call her, uh, if they ever listen to this show, it would be the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah, no. Our our our, our street cred, our, our nerd street cred would shoot up. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, definitely. Yeah. So uh, we were talking before the break about uh, well, you know, Link's Awakening, and then we mentioned <sighs> boycott Blizzard. There's a hashtag out there called boycott Blizzard, and what, well, you explain what happened because you you you're kind of the informed person here. Yeah. Okay. Let me break this down in real simple terms. Uh, Apparently, there's a game called Hearthstone, and people actually play it for some reason. Right. That's a, what? <laughs> that's not the complete news. <laughs> okay. That's, okay. Not, that's not the reason people are boycotting okay. Blizzard, though. There's actually a reason. Okay, you caught me. They were holding some kind of tournament, which is a thing that they do for some reason. Right. Well, because it's money. Yeah, okay, and they pay people for this. Uh, 
a gamer, a Hearthstone gamer by the name of, hold on a minute. I know I'm going to mispronounce this, but I'm going to try my best. Okay. All right. Wa uh, Chung. Uh, okay. His gamer tag, Blitzchung, which, which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. Won a Hearthstone tournament. Uh, and while he was being interviewed by reporters, he put on a gas mask and proudly declared that he was uh, supporting the protests in Hong Kong. Uh, and this, of course, Blizzard went on full damage control. It's like, all right, uh, you're out of the game and we're taking back your prize money. Yeah. Uh, and so that that has set off all gamers uh, across the Twitter community. Uh, they, they've got the characters like May from Overwatch, as a matter of fact, are being used as sort of like a symbol of the uh, Hong Kong protests now. Oh, pretty much, pretty much directly as a result of the, of this little uh, incident. Well, I mean, all right, so I, I did a little bit of investigating on this. So here's my thing. Okay, a couple things that I don't like. So first of all, this is, there's this like now consistent thing, and it's not just in video games. This now There's this now consistent thing where uh, because of what's happening over there, people are like censoring people here in the States over it. Mm -hmm. um, earlier today, uh, a CNN reporter tried to ask James Harden and uh, Russell Westbrook, who are both basketball players, about what was going on. Now, uh, maybe you know it's not—it's kind of a little inappropriate for you know to ask basketball players. I don't think so, because uh, it's a—it's just an innocent question. But while there, an NBA executive and uh, Houston Rockets execu executive basically told told her that was an inappropriate question live and said no they're not going to answer it and basically almost like muzzled the two players like what is it about china now i know they get you know a billion plus people and i know they they probably spend a lot of money but why is it that the our, american corporations are so addicted to this idea of being in china are so far up china's ass right now at this point that american citizens can't even use their own like freaking freedom of speech like and I, for the most part this doesn't even matter to me like i don't want to care about this but it's just pissing me off i'll play a uh, devil's advocate here and say it's uh so that they can make money I, we need, they need they need money to survive uh, doozer you don't you don't need that much money that's the problem so oh, you don't there you're still making money like i get it like china's big huge right so is freaking india they don't have money. <laughs> well, all right. But, I mean, they, just shut up already. Just shut up. We already know that there's a bunch of human rights violations in China. Basically, Hong Kong is saying, we uh -huh. want to remain uh, autonomous. That's what they're freaking saying. We want to re remain autonomous. Some young kid who is, decides to be political, just let the kid be freaking political. If China is so butthurt over the fact that some kid got on Hearthstone that they want to violate more human rights. That's stupid. Okay, well, see, here's the thing. Uh, politics doesn't really have any place in gaming. It obviously does. I mean, we're in the woke generation now, right? Oh, you can say that again. Yeah, so people are sitting here making politics out of everything. But I mean, you know, okay, so yeah, you 
politics doesn't belong in gaming. You know, you you and I just want to go have fun, right? We don't want to be political. Yeah. We don't want to talk about our politics. I get that. That's not the millennials. They want to talk about politics all day, all the time, even though they're not really all that informed about politics. So they want to talk about it all day, all the time. So it's part of the system, right? That's what what we're gonna what we're gonna have to deal with going into the future. They talk about yeah, it. but that doesn't justify that doesn't justify putting it in the games. And, and think about it this way: sure, Blizzard is a publicly known entity. They, sure, they're, yeah. A lot of their interest is tied in both in China uh, and the rest of Asia. And the, well, not just that, but uh, but here in the States as well. And Europe. And they can't afford to have any negative uh, press coming their way. I mean... <sighs> That's just that's just how it is. I mean, you gotta you, you got you got to protect your brand. Ah, uh, well, uh, I, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. It's, at a certain point, it, it it just seems to be more and more like that, though, right? Like you just can't say anything. Like if I say anything on social media, well, now you're gonna get fired from your job because you you have a slightly different opinion than everybody else in the freaking world. Yep. Yep, you know, and it just if I'm running a multi-billion dollar company, sure. and you start spouting off the mouth about uh, about something that's going to make us look bad, like you start going, "Oh, those damn Jews" or something like that. Okay, but there's a big I'm, difference. I'm going to drop you like a bad habit. Or even if you say there's, something like There's a big difference between racism. Even if you say something like like uh that Donald Trump, you know, damn that Trump. Right. Damn that damn that that Phony, hair, phony, baloney-haired, orange carrot man. Screw uh, that! I am going to drop you because, like, I don't want, I don't want that kind of negativity coming my way. I want to stay political, so I'm dropping you. Well, okay, so and that's fine. Like at work, you know, stay apolitical. But at when I'm at home and I'm um, and I'm privately sharing something with the world. So let's say, uh, yeah, okay, see there, right there, sharing something with the world. Nothing private about that. Yeah, if but, you're on social media saying that stuff, right. it's not a private comment. Everybody can well, see. Well, but there's it. a big difference between I hate the Jews and I don't like Donald Trump. No, well, yeah, there is. Yes, by God, there is definitely a huge reason. Right. Please don't take what I said out of context. Right. No. No. I'm, uh, well, only, right. only providing a, only providing an example. Sure. Right. Uh, okay. Chris hates Jews. No. Um. No, I don't believe. It. I. And, we already know that I hate Albano bastards. So. Yeah. If I, it, it, there's what I what I'm saying is there's no distinction. Uh, there, there's no distinction. When your when your interest is getting as much money from every single direction as possible, you don't care who or where it's coming from. Right. You don't want anybody getting pissed off at you because that's money you're not making because they're going to decide. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to give this guy my money. Well, okay, but then when do you take a stand as a company? Right. Like we don't take a stand on anything other than I want. To, I want to be able to get, pay myself and the people who work for me. Uh, see, I disagree. I think I think it's at a certain point you have to, as a company, you at a certain point you have to take a stand. You have to say this is not okay, right? Like this this behavior is not okay, and that, well, that we just have a disagreement, right? Now, I remember, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Oh. I'm not ta- I'm not taking a real stance on this either way. Sure, fair I'm just playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> so and that's go, fair. Which devil, by the way? The good one. There's a good devil. The good devil, yeah. The cool devil. Hell Satan? The part, the part of hell where there's like nothing but rock music, topless oh. chicks, and uh, nachos and cheese. The good, the cool part of hell. And you don't have diabetes? And you don't get, well, I mean, you do get diabetes, but hellish diabetes. Oh, so it's like good diabetes then? No, it's not good because it's still hell. I'm just saying that All it's right. the cool part of hell. I have diabetes. You do? I do. Oh, the Talk more about- you know. 
the more you know. All right, that was my little tirade. I don't know. Maybe we'll ah, let's just move on to uh, our last segment here. Uh, after after the break, we're going to be talking about uh, favorite comic book characters or comic book characters we think should actually be in video games that haven't yet got there. So we're going to talk about that after the break uh, here on Bonus Cake. And Chris, who, who's our who's our sponsor? Brought to you by the fissures of oblivion. Stare deeply into the darkness and let it engulf you because there is no coming back. Like I said, I'm going through my, my emo phase. If this is the 90s, this is your goth phase right now. Shut up, mom. I don't know. You're really into Marilyn Manson? Yes. And and uh, and Slipknot and Corn and Papa Roach. All right. Blink 182. All the other 90s guys. Yeah. Okay. Blink right. 182 ain't goth. Get out of here. <laughs> we'll be back back in about, well, I don't know, a minute, 30 seconds, something. I, I don't know how, how, they, how much they paid me. Uh, we'll be right back. This is your host, John Doozer Doozamary, and my co-host, Chris, my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Bonus get, no breathing. Don't give a frack if I cut my arm bleeding. I don't know why I censored myself. That's You're not right. edgy. Why, why did you why did you censor? We're, we're, we are definitely Hang not, on. Not let, let, let me let me remedy this situation. There we go. I think I made up for it. I mean, kind of. Yeah, you did. You just did like a '90s like song about yourself, and then you did "fuck," like a like you were in a, like a high school play or something. I, I had to make up for it. Well, I like it. Got to so, Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. We we should probably not interrupt each other when we're trying to talk on the radio, or podcasting, whatever we're doing, something like that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. You're the you're the point man on this, but uh, we're going to talk about what kind of comic book characters we would like to see made into video games for this segment. Yes, amazing, and some, and we really need a real deal uh, comic book. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want like you know you see some of those crappy ones that are made at, right when a movie is coming out. Yeah, I, uh, I hate those. So I want something like realistic, something cool. And you brought up a great one the other day. Yeah, I would really dearly love to see Ghost Rider adapted into a video game. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It would be sweet, too. Definitely done somewhere in the vein of, like, the Arkham games and also kind of like just Grand Theft Auto. Like, I literally, what I'm seeing in my head is a game where it's very, very focused on, like, the vehicle aspect okay. of it. The motorcycle? Yeah, the motorcycle, but you can pretty much grab any vehicle in the game. Like, you can tear people out of their cars, hop into any vehicle, and it'll become a hell version of whatever the hell it is you're driving. I want a hell pinto. 
Yes, or so, some some kind of some kind of one of those little smart cars. It suddenly gets spikes and those big exhaust uh, exhaust pipes coming out of it. That would be sweet. So yeah, <laughs> there goes your footprint, carbon. <laughs> oh yeah, just spew belching fumes into the air. I I, I definitely want that. It smells like brimstone. Yeah, I mean they kind of smell like smell like brimstone, and they were probably invented in hell anyway. So. It smells like brimstone in here. Nah, that's because I was burping a lot. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that would be actually. I, I, I like that idea. Where, where where would you locate it at? Like New York City? Definitely somewhere like New York City. Yeah. Uh, keep it. Uh, I don't even care who the main antagonist is. I just want to see Ghost Rider doing his thing, tearing uh, tearing through the city. No. Oh. Go. Um, you you can make the main bad guy Mephisto or something, or right, even yeah. Blackheart. But yeah, that. Or just any, just any of the uh, Marvel Rogues Gallery, just as long as you you Stilt keep, man, you keep a heavy emphasis on just the whole the whole the whole Gothic theme. It would be cool, right? All right, so you can take over any vehicle. So let's say he actually makes it into the Fantastic Four's. Uh, back, the Baxter building. Oh. And he takes over the Fantastic car and turns that into, like, that would have to be, like, some sort of challenge. Like, you have to beat the thing or something, and he's, like, super badass. But then you get to turn the uh, Fantastic Four's vehicle into uh, the, the hell version of it. That would, yeah. That would be kind of freaking sweet. You know what I mean? Or, or even, like, the uh, the X-Men uh, jet. Oh, right. Oh. Like a hell version of that. Oh, yeah. So many good ideas. So many good ideas. But that would have to be a limited yeah. segment. You wouldn't be able to do that for like at any point in the game. You'd have to do that for just maybe one segment, like a like a little that's your, aerial battle. That's your oh, and then you have to beat Wolverine to be able to do it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that makes me so. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm rock hard right now just thinking about it. That'd be that'd be really cool. Uh, well, I did look at your pants, and you do have a chubby. So, uh, <laughs> don't look at my pants. Okay. <laughs> but no, seriously, I think it would be actually kind of cool. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Ghost Rider, um, yeah, just taking over. Well, and, and then, you know, you there's a whole thing where you have to make people, you know, the the pennant stare, you know, yeah. like, so you have to make people feel guilty about themselves. So there would be, like, some really cool shit you could do, like, with the Kingpin in New York City or with like, other major villains that you see in New York City. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the unfortunate thing is like you wouldn't be able to use the pen and stare on them. Which, yeah. okay, I'm going to say this. If any game developer is is licking his lips just thinking about this, <laughs> don't make it so that if you use the pen and stare on like a boss guy, mm-hmm. it, it just bounces off of him or something stupid like that. Right. Just just have them get away or something. I, I, I don't know. It just uh, I always hate that in games when you've got this really super powerful move and you go to use it and right. it just harmlessly bounces off of the uh, off of the enemy because it's a boss fight and you're not supposed to beat the boss in one right. hit. So just just I don't know. Come up with something better than that. Like he gets away, right? You know, just just something like that. On the flip side, we're talking DC comics. Constantine would be a fantastic character. Yes, yes, it would. In like a, a video game, and we were talking about this. Like you know, one of the characters he could meet would be like Etrigan the Demon. Yeah. So yeah, because you know you. That's a boss fight right there. Oh yeah. You know, but or you can you know, and if you beat him, maybe you can make him make him your ally or something. That would be kind of sweet. I, I, I'm thinking like he'd be sort of like a summon, so something something that you would you'd use like a I don't know some kind of disposable uh, a, a token or something a, a consumable, if you will. Uh, uh, fellow nerds out there know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
you know, a, a consumable item right, that yeah. you use, and boom, he appears to help you fight the enemies, and then he goes away. Right. You would also be cool is if they, you got put on a clock. And the clock was that you know like something awful was going to probably happen to you, and Lucifer, who in the in the or in the uh, in the comics, actually trying to find you, um, because you know he's doomed to go to hell. So you're on a clock. Yeah. You have to do certain things with on, on the clock, otherwise Lucifer grabs you and just pulls you into hell. That'd be kind of cool. And just for the hell of it, speaking of which. Try to work in that scene where all all the devils he's ever made a deal with, spoiler alert, by the way, come to collect. Oh yeah, that would be sweet as hell. <laughs> and then and then he's uh, and then they they just sort of like, all right, fine, we we can't we can't we can't collect on you today, right? Uh, well, the, you, you know which part I'm talking about, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. The other, well, uh, and then they, I, I loved that scene. That was so great. <laughs> the other, well, and, and then you get like um, the blue de- demon we talked about. Uh, or no, the blue devil. I'm sorry, the blue devil from DC Comics. Another character you could see kind of pop up there. Swamp Thing would be another really cool character to see pop up in a, in a Constantine game. Pretty much anything Vertigo related would be sweet, kind of sweet. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see a, a really good. Constantine game. I was going to say at one time Fables, but then I realized Fables already had a game. And just tell, tell, tell. Yeah, yeah, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, okay. which which begs the question: What kind of game are you seeing this as? Is like an adventure game, or sort, Constantine, sort of, sort of like Fables, or more more of a detective style? Walk around, investigate, use use your detective sight or whatever. Are we, kind we of game? Are we talking about like Constantine? Yeah, Constantine. Yeah, uh, very detective based. I think it would be like. Really cool if uh, he had to use the mystical arts and go um, find a bunch of different stuff. And uh, ultimately, of course, you know, you would bring up the little girl that got lost in hell, that whose soul is in hell right now, that, you know, Constantine helped to screw up. And uh, yeah, that's really rough. Um, and God, you know, I don't think I read that one. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's just like his entire purpose. Uh, that's what the uh, you know the the rising action of Constantine is like. Somehow this little girl got dragged dragged into hell, her soul, and it's just awful. Um, my 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 knowledge of comic books stems from whatever I can find at the library uh, <laughs> at the time. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, I, you'll have to forgive me if I'm not that well versed. No, no, no. It's cool. And then uh, ultimately, I think you know, seeing characters like Doctor Fate in there would be also be sweet. Uh, just anybody in the magical part of Why do DC. I feel like Dr. Fate would be a boss fight? Oh, definitely would be a boss fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it would it would have to be crazy because especially if you go into Fate's house, it would be mm. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Lots of lots of lots of wacky magical artifacts in there. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Well, I think well, I think that's our show. Uh that's it. Yeah, I mean, you know, all I don't know. I don't even know how long we've gone. But uh, yeah, that's our show for the this week. We'll be back next week, and we're going to talk uh, some really cool stuff. And then the week after is going to be our Halloween episode. Ooh, scary haunted video games. Right. That's where we stand at horror now. By the way, people are telling stories about haunted video games, uh, or 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 even my my personal favorite, the haunted cell phone app. What? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a thing. Look it up. Oh God. Yeah, of course, there's something stupid like that. All right, guys, uh, this is uh, John Dooser Dusenberry and my co-host. And I am Chris. Nice uh, to meet you. We're ending the show. I'm getting over my goth phase, so I got it all musical. Oh, we went to musical phase? Yeah. Is that like an evolution? I've gone to my Disney phase, yeah. 
Pokey evolution. Yep. You went from goth phase to, yeah, okay. All right, guys. Uh, once again, it's been great listening, or, well, no, talking. We're, we talk, yes. It's been great talking, and, uh, of course, with Chris and our uh, amazing producer, Mr. G. Gorn. Uh, we'll catch you next week.